The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome back to Minor Upsets. Yay! Yay! It's the deeply upsetting off week mini-sode extravaganza. (laughs) Though some of these mini-sodes have been some of my favorite things that we've done. They're really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So the mini-sodes, if you are not familiar, is basically just going to be one thing that one of us finds that just upsets us personally. And we want to take like a little deep dive into it and chat about it, riff about it, and just, you know, make ourselves feel a little bit better about it. Sure. And this one is something that I am actually upset about. Okay. And it is relating to the previous episode being a Marvel-centric episode. It was, yes. This is a Marvel-centric story. Now, this one is specifically, you don't have to know anything about the MCU to know what we're talking about here for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is in relation to uh, Dave Bautista. Okay, yeah. Who played uh, Dax the Destroyer in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Mm -hmm. also the Avengers movies later as well. That according to Digital Spy, an interview with him... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is likely to be the last time that we have Drax. Why? Uh, he is basically at the point where he's good for letting the character go. That Fuck, that means he's going to die, though. Very good likelihood. Like 100%. Or, or he finds some like solace and peace, and they send him off just to be able to like retire, basically, which does happen as well. I'm going to cry either way. Yeah. He, uh, he has remained quiet on the plot details. But he also said he hasn't seen what the latest scripts contain. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really know what they're going to do with the character, how they're going to do it. One thing that came from this also is that James Gunn initially had pitched an idea of there being a spinoff movie that Batista was like, the, the idea was incredible, that it would be Drax and Mantis as I a spinoff them. movie of them on their own little adventure together with their weird dynamic. They're so cute. And James Gunn was really excited about the idea. He pitched the idea to Marvel. Apparently, there was not a whole lot of interest as far as uh, Marvel goes on I'm that. I'm so surprised by that. I think probably because the roster is so stacked right now with the other stuff that they're trying to release into the world. Mm-hmm. They've got to find ways to get the X-Men and Fantastic Four introduced. Mm-hmm. There's all these sequels that are coming out that they've got to do they've got you know they've got a bunch of stuff that they're introducing in this next phases yeah so being able to have a spin-off there just isn't room right now damn and maybe that was the realization for batista is that um to think that the number of years that would have to go by before they could get to the fun stuff like that yeah it's like so he's got another 10 years of playing drax that's a lot that is a lot yeah I mean, it sounds great to me because I love Drax, but I guess I understand. The way he portrayed this character was so perfect mm-hmm. as the, just the idea that Drax the Destroyer doesn't get sarcasm. Yep. And he, they take everything seriously was such a beautiful little choice for that character. I love it. And some of the best lines from it is like, nothing goes over my head. I'm too fast. I would catch it. Yep. It's great. <laughs> the weird thinking that he can move so slow that he becomes invisible is fucking great. <laughs> so apparently John Cena is of the same uh, alien race as Drax the Destroyer because he also apparently you can't see him. What do you mean? That's a thing from his wrestling days that he did like hands in front of his face. You can't see me. Wow. It was a thing. It's it's just a running joke now with John Cena. Wow, I had no idea. Yep. Yeah, probably because you couldn't see him. Uh, yeah, that's why. You I didn't see those memes. I actually do not know who John Cena is. Yep. Never seen him before in my life. <laughs> no one has. No one has. No one knows what he looks like. <laughs> Everyone's just trolling me, <laughs> saying he's a real person. 
This is basically like a really lame version of the Truman Show where everyone in the whole world is pretending like John Cena is a real person to me. That is my level of stupid where I would 100% spend like hundreds of millions of dollars of creating a fake reality for one person Mm -hmm. just to convince them that a wrestler they don't really care about one way or the other (laughs) exists. And And then once you realized it wasn't that great of a concept, you're like, well, we're in too deep now. We've got to keep it going. We're pot committed. (laughs) we got to do it. Like the Resident Evil movies, there was some point where one of the producers was like, this is garbage. Like, this is total garbage. And like, the numbers aren't great. Like, why are we making more of these? And they're like, well, well. we've already made eight. Like, we might as well make another few just to. Now it makes perfect sense why strangers on the street will come up to me and be like, John Cena is hilarious. I'm like, okay. And definitely real. And definitely a real person. (laughs) I'm like, all right. (laughs) Cool. Just somebody like in their flower box in front. I'm I'm just picturing it. Sesame Street is what you're walking down. I am. (laughs) And uh, then turning like, John Cena was a great wrestler, but an even better actor. And you're like, okay, I've not seen him in literally anything. He was handsome. Very handsome, man. Very handsome for someone you can't see. And you're like, okay. Uh, you would commit to the bit in that way, though. I know you definitely would. Definitely would. Mm-hmm. I would have so much fun, especially if at one point you're like, I do know that this is not real. Mm-hmm. Like early on, I'd be like, it is real. And you're like, no, like everybody told me it's not real. Like once I said that I realized it. Like, you're the only one that's still committed to, like, pretending. I'm like, nope, totally a real thing. John Cena exists. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for this. See, this is why you and I are not allowed to have money. Like, any sort of real <laughs> amount of money in the future is because we commit too hard to the bit. And we would spend so much money on dumb shit. It would just be out of control. I feel like now I have heard stories of some, like, wealthy, especially celebrities, like actors and, and musicians that they spend their money doing dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. But they're way less than I would expect. Yeah. If you have that kind of money, you would just do incredibly dumb things. I would, yes. For fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, why wouldn't you not? That's amazing. And so hats off to the millionaires that know how to properly sell, spend their money. Yes. On dumb shit. Yep. Correct. Just to entertain yourself and your friends and people around you. Uh, that's great. And I wish more millionaires did that because it oftentimes would be like giving, you know, 10 grand to somebody on the street to do something dumb. Yep. Yep. And not illegal or anything, just something very stupid. I feel like that should be the checklist once you become a millionaire. Do good things for people with your money and do dumb shit with your money. And if you can combine the two, all the better. Do dumb shit for good? Yeah. That's the dream. That's my brand. That is the fucking dream. (laughs) God. (laughs) I could see like trying to figure out a way to remote control like yachts Mm -hmm. and have like boat races in a harbor to raise money for something and it's just literally because i one day went you know it'd be really cool yep to remote control a yacht, a yacht. okay I mean, cool we're on be it really cool though that would be pretty cool yeah see this is why we're not allowed to have money <laughs> <laughs> but if a lot of people wanted to start listening to this show so that we made money off of it then we would in fact do dumb shit for good and that is a promise <laughs> yep so if you want us to do dumb shit for good which if ever we get popular enough that we do fundraisers I think mm-hmm. they should be called dumb shit for good. Absolutely, they yeah. will be. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. But back to Batista. Oh, yeah, I forgot that about that. He's also invisible, sure. uh, which is what that tangent was all about. Yep. But yeah, he has said that Guardians 3, he is going to appear in that. That is like his plan. That is how it's going. They asked him if he would be interested at all, if there was any opportunity for spinoffs with like the Mantis Drax thing being a Disney Plus series. 
Yes, I and would love he that. said, "No way in hell." Why? Uh, he said that that that's not a format he's interested in. Mm. Uh, he's got all sorts of other projects and ideas that he wants to play with, and so I get that too. Is that yeah? That is a commitment of uh, weeks of shooting uh, yeah. that is preventing him from doing other creative projects. It's keeping him tied into this character that he kind of sounds like he's done with. And I know from reading interviews with him that around the time that Blade Runner twenty forty nine came out, which he's in, that he talked about the challenges of being a uh, mega buff and how he always ends up playing like the muscle in, in a sh- series or, or, or a movie mm-hmm. and that he's trying to really hone his acting skills to play just dudes that happen to be gigantic. Like it's the, <laughs> the opposite of Peter Dinklage Yep, where Peter Dinklage, he's like, I don't want to play a role of a dude. That's a little person. I just right. want to play a, a role of a dude. Right who happens to be a little person. Yeah. And those are the roles that he's taken. I yep. feel like Batista's doing the same thing where he's like, I don't want to play the fucking, the muscle of the bad guy right. anymore or the like the buff action hero dude. Like he wants to play more serious roles. That's fair. And uh, so, I mean, he's he's actually a pretty solid fucking actor. He is, yeah. For somebody that came from like MMA and, and wrestling and stuff mm-hmm. that he's actually surprisingly good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So I support him. I mean, I'm sad, but I do support him. I wish... There were more athletes that I knew of that just got into acting that I would be like really surprised about. Yes. Like, and some not. Like, I don't want to see uh, what's his fuck from the Patriots, uh, Tom Brady. Oh, God, no. I don't want to see Tom Brady in anything. I really don't. He seems like such, and I know there's probably Patriots fan listening that are getting very mad at the statement, but mm-hmm. he's, he seems like a douche. Oh, completely. Like a total fucking douche. I feel like Patriots fans know that. I feel like there's no way in hell they're not like Tom Brady's a, True. not a douchebag. Well, it's like I was a Chargers fan and um, I'm kind of leaning towards the Colts nowadays because Rivers from the Chargers went to the Colts uh, and the Chargers moved to L.A. So I don't mm-hmm. want to root for them there. I know Rivers is a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Everybody in San Diego knows that Rivers is a douchebag. He's, but he's our douchebag. Yep. So I feel like Tom Hardy's the same thing. I challenge all filmmakers and athletes out there. Where is the next Space Jam? We need it. It's been too long. We need an incredible cinematic experience with an athlete like that again. That's happening this summer. What? They're doing Space Jam 2. Are you serious? With LeBron James. Are you serious? I'm serious. You did not know that? No. Or else I wouldn't have said that. There's a trailer out. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I did not know that. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm going to hit pause. We're going to watch the trailer and then we're, you're going to have a reaction, a like live reaction of your feelings to okay, Space Jam. Because, bye, everyone. <laughs> because, yeah, back in two seconds. Okay, wow. So that's coming out in like two months. <laughs> right. I have never heard of it in my life. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know when I would have found out if I hadn't brought it up on this fucking podcast. So that's hilarious. I love that that was truly natural <laughs> that you were lamenting about needing another space jam movie and the universe was like we were waiting for this moment and have been preparing for a couple years to get this movie out why doesn't that happen with everything how come when i'm like god i wish i had some money so i could buy this and it, you were just like but babe you got a mysterious package today you should right. open it it's full of money <laughs> You say that as you're walking you hear a creak noise and there's like a piece of floor that comes up and there's just like fucking Money. 300 grand in yeah. there like okay cool 
Wish I had more money. <laughs> oh, maybe this is like the new generation of my witch era. <laughs> Start speaking things into creation. Oh God, if only if only that was true. I I'd know. be so on board with Guess that. Guess we'll find out. But this was step one. <laughs> so great for me. Yeah. I love LeBron. I feel like he has so much charisma. And I know that there are people that definitely don't like him, but I don't feel like any of it is for real reasons because he's like a genuinely extremely good person. He started a fucking school. Yeah. Like he's so good. And I think he's so sweet. Um, And I just really like him. And I, so I'm excited. I feel like he truly is the next Michael Jordan when it comes to, I mean, talent, but also like acting and being just like a general sweetheart lovable i mean michael jordan was more of a dick than lebron was oh really i oh, don't yeah. know anything about michael jordan's michael kind of a dick jordan lore i'm not into sports well I, I think it just comes with the territory of if you're just like the greatest player of all time mm -hmm. and as incredibly talented as lebron is like there's a there's a tier that was set from it's very much a kind of like cap and sam kind of thing from uh from falcon and winter soldier mm, yeah. of Michael Jordan set the bar so fucking high mm. uh, for being the most talented basketball player of all time that LeBron, he doesn't have just the numbers, but also the mythos of that yeah. that silhouette of him on Nikes. Like that is as recognizable as the Nike swoosh. That's true. So LeBron has, you know, I mean, that's that's basically impossible for anyone. Yeah. But I, I would say that he's not far off mm -mm. for sure. No. As far as legendary basketball player status. Yep. So, welcome to sports chat with uh... <laughs> <laughs> one-sided sports chat. One-sided, <laughs> where I truly almost started asking my tr very mundane sports questions because I don't know anything about anything. So right. let me just ask one, actually. Okay. 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 Was Shaq a good basketball player? Yes. Okay. Uh, he was not a good <laughs> basketball shooter of, of okay. like shooting the hoops. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was more of a. Uh, a uh, slam Defense? dunker. Oh, okay. Yeah, the slam dunker was his uh, his brand. Oh, okay, cool. Because he's a gigantic I mean, man, cool. so he just had to jump like maybe six inches off the ground to actually slam Seriously, dunk. yeah. So well, That's neat. Oh, we should totally do a Shaquille O'Neal movie night where we watch- Yes. Uh, is it Shazam or- No, it's Kazam. Kazam. Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, also Steel. Okay. Where he is a superhero, and it's based off of a Superman character. That okay. is not the same as the way that it's portrayed in the series. Interesting. But he basically makes a, a suit out of steel that probably weighs about 900 pounds. Wow. And would just collapse him to the floor, any person to the floor after trying to run in that getup. But, wow. And then after all that work making that armor, he has just straight up a sledgehammer as his weapon. Perfect. Cool. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real cool. That's great. Wow. So, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, technically part of the DC. Uh, universe. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. That's amazing. No, really, it was before the DC universe existed, but yeah, he was a DC comic book character. Wow. So. Has LeBron been in anything except for Trainwreck starring Amy Schumer? He had to have been, right? Like, I don't I know. I can't. Like, I didn't even know this was happening. I don't know anything. That's true. I feel like there's no way that he hasn't been in more stuff than just Trainwreck. Maybe this was the real Truman Show all along. Then Everyone was trying to hide the new Space Jam from me. <laughs> she must not know. <laughs> it looks cute. I hope it's good. It does look really cute. I like that they went the same way mm -hmm. as Wreck-It Ralph for the sequel. Yeah. That it just takes place in the internet. Yeah, that's cute. That's uh, They're like, you know what? It worked for... Wreck-It Ralph. So it we sure can just, did. Uh, it really did, honestly. 
You're looking up the LeBron. I'm looking up LeBron James. For some reason, they're not putting him as top billing on this movie, and it's making me very upset. Who are they putting as top billing? Don Cheadle or the child? No, he's barely in it. Colin Quinn. Who's that? Isn't he the dad or something? I don't know. I think I think he plays the dad. Uh, Amy Schumer, Devin Fabry, nine-year-old Amy. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, you're talking about Trainwreck. I thought train we were wreck. talking about um, Space Jam. Oh, I'm I was sorry, like, yeah. how is he not top billing in Space Jam? Oh, that, no. See, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking up LeBron now to see what else he's been in here. This is great radio, by the way. Me <laughs> just looking up stuff on the internet for us to, it's uh, fun. to dig through. Uh, Space Jam, Smallfoot. Oh, yeah. That's uh-huh. an, an animated movie, uh-huh. I guess. That, uh, Wait, that's the one where um, Zendaya is Michi. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. LeBron is part of that song, yeah. apparently, at some point. He, yeah, just a bunch of, he was in Entourage because, of course, he was. He was in a Drake video featuring Kanye. Wait, is LeBron's character in Smallfoot Gwangi? Because I'm pretty sure it is from the song. If anybody's never heard the song Zendaya is Michi, where is, this guy just like made it on YouTube and he's just looking at the posters from Smallfoot, it's the dumbest thing that's also the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And I sing it all the time. It's pretty funny. Uh, yes, he played Gwangi. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he also looks like he played the cruel giggling ghoul in uh, Teen Titans Go. So, Best character ever. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, he, yeah, he plays himself for the most part. Yeah. And just some voice uh, acting in there from time to time and stuff on ESPN. So yeah, really not a whole lot of acting. He played, he was himself in SpongeBob SquarePants Truth or Square. <laughs> nice. So that's an important. That's a classic. Uh, classic to dig mm-hmm. into there. Classic you know. banger. Yeah. So, yeah, he he definitely has some opportunities to maybe this is his big breakout where he's like the lead in this. So this has been the wildest tangential minor upsets ever. It really has been. I truly kept forgetting about what we talked about in the first place. Drax the Destroyer leaving Guardians of the Galaxy for uh, or at least the actor is. Well, now I have so much to think about. We do. We have a lot to unpack. Unpack your process. Truly. Oh, wow. But I think it's important that we have these opportunities to tangent because otherwise we wouldn't have ended up in Toontown. No, we would not (laughs) have. I never would have known. It could have been like three years from now and you would have been like, there's a second Space Jam. And I'd be like, who the fuck didn't tell me? How did I not know? (laughs) Well, now I know and I'll be there to see it. What is funny is that I do remember a couple years ago, there was this big push for Space Jam merchandise on Hmm. eBay Uh where... The Zoomer generation, um, or even like millennials of a certain age, mm-hmm. have this like real appreciation for that movie, where it's a very informing movie for a lot of people. Yeah, apparently. I loved Which, it. I thought it was okay, but I was also older and yeah. didn't really. It didn't really hit me the same way. Yeah. So I get it hit some people that way, but they were buying up like Toon Squad jerseys on eBay uh-huh. from like 1992. I remember that, and it was like the big thing to have. You know, Space Jam paraphernalia uh, as part of your 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 gear, yeah. and maybe that's why this was made, or maybe they just knew there was a second movie coming. Well, clearly before you, right? And uh, clearly, we're just getting prepped. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am ready to come on and slam. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. We'll have a uh, we'll have a Space Jam uh, centric episode oh, of Deeply please. Upsetting, where we just break <laughs> down the be movie. Amazing <laughs> <laughs> for no one but me. We'll have, uh, the list of the top uh 
Looney Tunes that we want to fuck. Oh, no. That episode. No. No. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, I guess, does it. What a bizarre episode. Very Things bizarre episode. But you know what? I'm here for it. If anybody wants me to do a specific episode where I just ask the dumbest sports questions known to man, we can have that happen because <laughs> I truly don't know anything about anything. I live under a rock. Um, so this has turned into a major upset, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but next week we will be back with a regular episode. Um, so submit your questions if you have any. And that's going to do it for another minor upset, an off-week episode of Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Okay, bye. GUIPodcast.com In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts.